think people respond to vulnerability. When you let someone see that you're actually struggling or that you're actually doing great, like you just let someone see what you actually are, I think people are like, people like that. Yeah, yeah. Had a dream, I had the answer To the thing that I've been after all along From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Daniela Tello-Garzon. You're listening to Sound Source, a podcast tuning into music on and around campus. The song you're hearing is called Move Along by Corn on My Dinner Plate. Uh, my name is Chris Sanchez. I'm the drummer in Corn. My name is Colin Kalasny, and I'm the keyboard player and songwriter for the band. Corn on My Dinner Plate is an indie band based in Chicago that started with a group of five high school friends who just wanted to play music together. Aside from Chris and Colin, the band also consists of bassist Rowan Quinn, keyboard player Brandon Ma, tenor saxophone player Weber Anderson, and guitarist Jack Harris. Back in high school, the group didn't take things too seriously, hence the silly band name Corn on My Dinner Plate. The name started with a picture of corn on a dinner plate that a former singer and songwriter in the band sent in their group chat. Years later, the band's humor has stayed the same, but their craft has evolved. I beg you for forgiveness. You're so empty. Corn on My Dinner Plate is a very close group, and they thrive off being together. But the journey to becoming the close friends they are today has been a long one. So our first live performance was at a it was at our friend Delaney's birthday party, her 18th birthday party in high school. And it was at a friend's house who was known for throwing these crazy kind of parties that would have live music and live DJs. And so that was our first performance as a group. Colin Kalasny is one of the original band members. Today, years after their first performance, some of the original members have left and there have also been new additions. One newcomer was Chris Sanchez who took the place of Jeremy Adams as the band's drummer. The original drummer of the band, Jeremy, started getting really focused and making great progress studying physics and uh, studying fusion. And it really started to take up a lot of his time. And I, I felt that I really wanted to take this in a really serious direction. I really wanted to meet other musicians ready to dedicate their careers to this. But yeah, at that point, he was gonna be gone for the summer. We just were like, well, we need a drummer. And Ron introduced us to Chris. After Chris joined the group, Colin's friend from St. Olaf College, Weber Anderson, accidentally joined Corn on My Dinner Plate as a saxophonist. I met Weber at college and he was in my college group ointment appointment. And then he kind of just sort of like joined Corn on My Dinner Plate as well. So he's in both bands. And um, there came a point when Weber was, I think like, hey, am, like, am I in this band? And I'm like, yeah, of course, what are you talking about? <laughs> and like, We've been playing together, haven't we? <laughs> Chris and Weber's first live performance with Corn on My Dinner Plate was two years ago at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. To this day, Chris cherishes the memory of that performance. Uh, there was a lot of beautiful musicians there, and it was really good to see everyone there and meet a lot of different people. We really bonded there musically on that stage.
The song you're listening to right now is called Filibuster, and it is from Corn on My Dinner Plate's first EP, Ears, which they released in 2017. Colin wrote the song about his first love. I wrote the song when I was sort of feeling in love for the first time in high school. And it's just such a warm feeling to have that. But I was feeling, you know, at the same time, sort of this anxiety about its fleeting nature. Like it wasn't going to stay around forever. And I knew that that feeling was giving me all this like conflicting energy in my body. As Joey Badass would say, Love is only a feeling, but it is a feeling that many of us can relate to. And the raw vulnerability of expressing that feeling and expressing feelings in general is something that Colin believes attracts listeners to his music. Well, I write a lot about love and I think what I try to do is when I feel stuck emotionally or like there's not really a light that I can see, I try to like repurpose that feeling into words and into poetry and into music and sounds and into art in general. But what I really feel good about after writing a lyric is that I've taken an emotion that's in my head and given it form so that I can then have something to look at and to freeze that feeling in time. And then it's real. Beyond the lyrics, Corn on My Dinner Plate has a very personal songwriting process. Distance and the pandemic have resulted in a lot of remote rehearsals. But Chris, the drummer in the band, said being together in person is key to making good music. When everyone's here, we kind of really take advantage of that time and really sit down and have some fun while we're at it too, you know, because that helps the music grow uh, into what it is. When we're all sharing space together and being in a place together that we can really let our, our music grow organically, that's when the songwriting feels like really collaborative. One song that took shape with in-person collaboration is Arizona, which is the song you're hearing right now. All six of the band members worked together and recorded Arizona as a group at Joyride Studio. I constructed the beat for that song. It's a really weird tune because it's not like anything that I've that you would hear on like any other corn track. It was much more progressive. It's fusion, but it also has some elements of like rock to it and like groove pop popish. I, I did some auxiliary percussion on that too, which yeah. really which really added to that like the, the congas and the and the bongos and. Yeah tambourines and shakers. How'd you come up with it? I played a lot off of what Colin was playing rhythmically. He's playing a lot more like upbeat music. And in my mind, in my mind, I just went to straight Herbie Hancock, Billy Cobham. Billy Cobham's a, a drummer that I love. I 
took major influence from him. Oh yeah, I remember Roan Roan creating his baseline too, which is like that. I think that baseline rhythmically set me into an idea, and then also rhythmically set Chris into that kind of like straight groove. The instruments in the song include electric piano, electric guitar, electric bass, drum set, tenor saxophone, two voices, congas, bongos, shakers, and tambourines. On top of the instrumentals, the song also needed lyrics, which Colin wrote. I, I was thinking about a lot about how things are fluid in life, you know? Things tend to just keep moving and flow one thing into the next. And that's the space I was coming from writing about that. And then also I was feeling a lot of like maybe pessimism or like cynicism about like the state of the world too. But alas, things keep flowing on. What is like a specific lyric that is your favorite? My favorite lyric in the song is, if you return without a key, I would not be asleep. And so I guess I'm just trying to comfort <laughs> whoever I'm singing to, whichever listener, to say that, you know, I'm here. I'm here for you. <laughs> you can come, and even if you don't have a key to unlock the door, I'll be awake to open it for you. Today, Corn on My Dinner Plate said they're working harder than ever, and in five years, they hope to be playing at Lollapalooza or Dillo Day at Northwestern. What you hear now is their latest release, a song called Mi Alma Puede. You can watch the music video for Mi Alma Puede on Corner My Dinner Plate's YouTube channel. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Daniela Telogarzon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sound Source. You can find Corn on My Dinner Plate on most music streaming platforms, such as SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. You can also follow the band on Instagram and Facebook using at Corn on My Dinner Plate to stay updated on upcoming live shows and merch sales. This episode was reported and produced by me, Daniela Telogarzon. The audio editor of The Daily is Will Clark. The digital managing editor is Jordan Manji, and the editor-in-chief is Isabel Seroff. Make sure to subscribe to The Daily Northwestern's podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear more episodes like this.